I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. Today, I talk to one of my most favorite people in the whole entire world, Sarah Cook from Sustainable Cooks. Sarah is my go-to expert for a lot of things, canning, freezing produce, and making healthy recipes that taste like the real deal, but without lots of crap. Oh, and she convinced me to finally try cooking with the cast iron. But while we were talking about her coming on the podcast, she mentioned one of her most popular posts was about roasting frozen vegetables. My response? Wait, what? That's the thing? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you can roast frozen vegetables and Sarah is about to tell us all how. Sarah is the founder of SustainableCooks.com, where she advocates for sustainable food and balanced living. Years of juggling a full-time job, commuting, kiddos and caring for her disabled mother taught Sarah some Jedi-like multitasking skills. She started blogging in 2010 under the name Frugal by Choice, Cheap by Necessity to share her love of healthy cooking, gardening, and DIY with the masses. Over the years, she made it her mission to help busy people and families find room in their lives for real food cooking. Sarah believes in meeting people where they are and encouraging baby steps to a healthier and more sustainable life. She hopes each post gives readers the confidence to think, hey, I can do that. Sarah believes few things can't be fixed with delicious food, an authentic voice, and plenty of snark. Mm, There's a lot of that when it comes to Sarah. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by my website, cookitrealgood.com. If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, it's filled with quick, easy, and healthy recipes with a little indulgence sprinkled in between for good measure. You will be able to find all of today's show notes there. Simply head to cookitrealgood.com slash 11. Now, let's just get into today's topic. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Cassie, I'm so excited to be here. All right. Before we kick things off, can you please tell me about your last cooking fail? So I have been testing a gluten-free mug cake recipe since January. Uh, It is August. No, it's July when we're recording this. And for the last seven months, I have been making scrambled eggs in the microwave, like scrambled egg cake. It was just, it was gross. Like I could not get the timing right, could not get the ingredients right. I could not get the balance right. So I've been eating like chocolate scrambled eggs for seven months. Now I'll still eat it, but (laughs) I don't recommend it. You're like the fifth person I've had on the podcast who's told me that they've struggled with gluten-free cooking. So I have major props for those gluten-free bloggers out there who do just baking. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I mean, I'm not a gluten-free blogger. Thank goodness for that because it is complicated. Mm. But I wanted to make a gluten-free mug cake. All right. Well, I'm praying that you get there. Oh, I did. I published Ah, it. Yes. That's even better. (laughs) Yeah. And it's gotten rave reviews. People keep eating it for breakfast. So that whole scrambled eggs theme is just going, I guess. Well, I think that if it's a hit, then that's even better. It was worth the sacrifice of seven months of trial and error. Of chocolate scrambled eggs. (laughs) 
All right. Well, you have taught me a heck of a lot since I have known you, like how to make freezer jam and look after my cast iron cookware. But you absolutely blew my mind when you told me that I could actually roast frozen vegetables. I know. It's pretty life changing. (laughs) I had never heard of this before. Or to be honest, I never even really thought to do it, which kind of feels silly. But after we talked about it, I knew I had to talk to you about it today. So to kick us off, why should we roast frozen vegetables? Because it's so freaking easy. <laughs> That's just number one. Hands down. We could stop the, the conversation right then. But, All right. Um, done. <laughs> great talking to you. Um, but it's actually more affordable if you want to eat vegetables off season. And in some cases, uh, frozen vegetables are actually more nutritious than their fresh counterparts. Perfect. But really, it's that it's so freaking easy. <laughs> I'm all for easy. And I guess probably the biggest thing here is that it's already cut up for me. <laughs> so I'm loving that idea. And it can cut, like if you're a meal prepper, it can cut 30 to 60 minutes off your meal prep every week. Mm, that's music to my ears. I think the other thing is you're right about the being cheaper. We're in winter here at the moment in Australia and everything is so expensive in the produce section. I yep. I don't want to buy the cauliflower head for $4.50 that is like tiny. <laughs> yes. That's how this actually all started. I think it was 2018. I wanted to make a recipe where I roasted cauliflower um, because I didn't like cauliflower, but I thought if I wanted to be a grown up, I should probably try it. <laughs> and I thought I love vegetables if they're roasted. So I'm going to roast some cauliflower. And I don't know, it was like October. And at the grocery store, it was $6 for a head mm. of cauliflower. And I'm like, what are these people smoking? <laughs> like, I'm a gardener and I respect people getting their money's worth. But I was like, no way. So mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if you can roast cauliflower. And it turns out you can. And I haven't stopped a ro- stopped roasting frozen vegetables since. Okay. So cauliflower is definitely one that you can roast. What are some yes. other frozen vegetables that roast well? So asparagus, frozen asparagus roasts really well. Uh, and beets only if you do them in like smaller chunks the bigger ones it kind of just turns into a hot mess by the end of it um squash so butternut squash roasts really well cauliflower broccoli and i think what kind of like the star of the show is brussels sprouts mm. so instantly i just lost like 50 percent of your audience but um, <laughs> <laughs> i love a fresh brussels sprout but i hate cutting them off the stalk and i hate peeling those leaves and the people who don't peel the leaves freak me out because there are bugs in those leaves people like your brussels sprouts are not supposed to be crunchy (laughs) so you can get baby brussels sprouts and roast them and they're ready to go like super duper fast and the difference is nobody nobody can tell the difference between fresh and frozen roasted vegetables most of the time that's what i i I haven't tried them but if you can't tell the difference then that's even better but anyone who is like poo-pooing roasted brussels sprouts you need to try them (laughs) I'm yes. sorry, but if you think that they're like the stinky boiled Brussels sprouts that you had as a kid, it's not. You could you got to make them. Put a little yeah. parmesan on them. Yum. <laughs> yeah. We never ate Brussels sprouts growing up because my mom was traumatized from eating Brussels sprouts and liver every week mm-hmm. when she was little. I know. But my grandma steamed them or like yeah. boiled them or something. So my mom's like, you were never eating Brussels sprouts. And it wasn't until I was in my like late 20s that I'm like, maybe I should try these. And they're delicious. Uh, and I love the idea of not having to cut them up because you're right. Like it's that extra step that's kind of puts me off it. So you're right. having to rinse them, peel them, cut them. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, and if you think about it, so my blog is Sustainable Cooks. So I always look for ways to reduce kitchen waste. Mm-hmm. You can recycle the plastic bag that frozen vegetables come in. But if you don't have compost or chickens like I do, you have this like big old Brussels sprout stock that you just throw in the garbage where it does not decompose. It does not turn into compost. It just turns into methane gas uh, in the landfill, not in your house, because you should hopefully be taking your garbage out more often than that. <laughs> But um, it's a really, it's a sustainable way to, um, you know, not have to throw away all that waste. That's such a good idea. Are there any vegetables that we should avoid roasting frozen at all costs? I haven't come across any yet. Okay. That's good. All right. So what do we need to roast these frozen vegetables? So like in terms of equipment or? Yeah. Okay. So a uh, rimmed baking sheet, which growing up we called a cookie sheet. Everybody calls it something different. <laughs> uh, you might call it a jelly roll pan or something like that. Uh, anything with a, with a sides. Yeah. Um, you'll want some sort of fat. Um, fat is good for you, people. We need fat. So olive oil, which some... Okay. There's two camps. Some people don't want olive oil at high temperatures. Some people don't care. It's up to you to decide. But olive oil, if you want a high fat or a high heat oil, um, coconut oil or um, avocado oil work really well. Um, You can use butter or ghee. Ghee has a higher smoke point. So you would probably use that over butter. But you need fat. And then you need to figure out what your seasoning is going to be. So I love Montreal steak seasoning. You can find that everywhere. Um, for any of your shoppers who have a Costco account, it's you can get like a gallon jug of Montreal steak seasoning. Um, balsamic is delicious. Um, herbs, fresh herbs. And I mean, if you like salt and who doesn't, a little pinch of salt at the end. You don't want to salt your frozen vegetables because it causes them to release even more water um, than they are during the roasting process. And that can result in some soggy vegetables. Okay. That's a really good tip because I probably would have tried to salt mine before it. <laughs> and then I would be like, Sarah, this doesn't work. <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> All right. So that's no, what we I'll need. salt at the end. All right. Perfect. So that's what we need. So... Okay, so I've got my frozen vegetables. Let's say I want to make some asparagus, broccoli, and cauliflower. Can I put them all together on the sheet pan? Well, um, I know you're you're going to link my roasted vegetables, roasting frozen vegetables post. There is a temperature and time guide that is printable on there. Um, So some you can combine if they're within a minute or two and close to like temperature. Some like especially asparagus, you probably don't want to roast with others because all the asparagus that's frozen in most stores is really like thin. So it roasts really quickly. So if you're roasting a thin spear of asparagus with like a big old chunk of broccoli, it's it's not going to turn out well. Yeah. But I do... So a lot of the root vegetables together roast really well. So um, you can also roast potatoes, but most most it's hard to find frozen potatoes. So beets and uh, butternut squash, those roast really well together. Awesome. All right. And so I put them in some oil, put them on the pan, put them in the oven, don't salt them first, and refer to your temperature and time guide for... How long I should put them on? Except for uh, you don't put them in the pan right away. You actually preheat the pan (gasps) in the oven. Oh, 
all right, good. So your pan is super hot so that the second those vegetables hit the pan, they start cooking. So if you put frozen vegetables on a cold pan in a hot oven, they're going to spend their first few minutes steaming, which means they're going to release a ton of liquid, which means you're going to get steamed frozen vegetables instead of roasted frozen vegetables. So hot pan. Hot pan. And then I always drizzle like one to two teaspoons of oil on the pan while it's preheating. So even your oil is hot. So mm-hmm. as soon as those veggies hit the pan, they are ready to go. Yum. Sizzling. Yeah. Uh, all right. And what's your favorite thing to roast frozen? Probably Brussels sprouts just because they're <laughs> such a pain in the butt to <laughs> cut and prepare. So if I can just open a bag and like they're ready to go, it's it's just lovely. I like roasting frozen broccoli because I only like broccoli that's roasted, but my kids only like broccoli that's fresh. So I tend to not roast a lot of frozen broccoli simply because they want it fresh. Little punks. <laughs> I'm a bit like that. I'm lukewarm on broccoli at the best of times. So. Yeah, I know. We're like 11 years old, you and I. <laughs> it's got to be a certain way with a lot of cheese on it for me to eat it. <laughs> I know. I love it roasted, though. I will eat it roasted. It's delicious yes. roasted. Yeah. No. And then um, if anyone wants like a complete meal, what we'll do is a pan of roasted or frozen veggies, and then a separate pan of like sliced up chicken sausage or some sort of protein that you want, and then a package of um, shelf-stable gnocchi. Mm-hmm. You toss all of that in some seasoning, whatever you want, and some olive oil and roast that on a second pan. Then you have like one complete sheet pan meal, tons of veg, got protein, and a little bit of starch. I love that idea. I love any meal that doesn't require a bunch of cutting up and 25 pans. (laughs) And it's one of my kids' favorite – no, it's my kids' one of their favorite meals Um, because they love the crispy gnocchi. I don't know if if you've ever had fried gnocchi, but it's like crispy on the outside and it's like soft and pillowy on the inside. And it's super affordable. So it's like with your affordable frozen veggies and your chicken sausage and your gnocchi or whatever, it's like a $10 meal for four servings plus leftovers. Mm, yes. No, I, you did tell me about the roasting the, the gnocchi and I haven't tried it yet, but I am dying to. Gotta do it, girl. It's so mm. good. Oh my gosh. All right. This is an awesome hack. I really can't wait to try roasting frozen vegetables. And I so appreciate you sharing it with us. Before you go, can you please let my listeners know where they can find you? Yeah. Uh, so my website, sustainablecooks.com. You can find me on Instagram at sustainablecooks, Pinterest at sustainablecooks, and Facebook at frugal Sarah C. <laughs> um, but you can also search for sustainable cooks and it's there. That's a whole conversation for another day. <laughs> But basically, when you pick your Facebook handle as a new blogger, you should probably think that one through. (laughs) I am going to, of course, link all of those in the show notes. And I will also put the link to Sarah's post about roasting frozen vegetables so you can find out more about the cooking times and the temperatures. And she has a step-by-step guide in there if you want to follow along. Yep. And you can even print it out. It's totally free. You don't even have to give me your email address. Yeah. (laughs) even better <laughs> but you should but you should give it email yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much for coming on thanks cassie i 
think you guys can all tell that I had a horrible time talking to Sarah. (laughs) No, I had so much fun chatting with her as I always do. Sarah's blog is filled with great ideas. So if you aren't following her yet, you need to get onto it. If you already knew that you can roast frozen vegetables, can you tell me why you didn't tell me? (laughs) And if you didn't know, tell me that you are dying to dig out a bag from the freezer and try it immediately like I am. Don't forget to check out today's show notes for all the links that we discussed, including Sarah's guide to cooking times and temperatures for roasting vegetables. That link is cookitrealgood.com slash 11. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook, cook it real good. <laughs>